Simcha is a tremendous mitzvah. It's a critical role in our Vedas Hashem, Takadish Baruch Hu. Without Simcha, we're not able to have a meaningful and enduring relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The ultimate goal of a Yid is to connect to Hashem. And without Simcha, without joy, it's impossible. Because the Shechina only rests in a Mokim of Simcha. Because sadness, when a person is Ba'atzvus, um, the way the Balatanya explains it, it's an absence of feeling. It's a deadness. It's a lack of emotion. And therefore, simcha and sadness cannot coexist. And we could view simcha as an added quality in Avedis Hashem, but it's more than just an added quality. Avedis Hashem without simcha is lacking something integral. And um, it's very big aside. So there's a story brought down that the daughter of Rav Shmuel Kaminka was childless for many years, and she davened HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be blessed with a child. And her father, when her father was out of town, uh, this Rav Rafal, um, Big Tzaddik, visited the town of Kaminka, and this young woman asked to meet the Tzaddik and poured out her heart to him to ask for a bracha for a child. And Rafal. Rabbi Fall answered back and said that the school, a special school for having children is Simcha. And when Rabbi Shmuel the do- uh, returned home, the daughter related what Rabbi Fall said. And Rabbi Shmuel said, yes, you have a raya from this, from Tanakh, from Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksubim. And the Torah says in this week's parasha, Vatitzchak Sarah Sarah laughed. And you could interpret this as that was a catalyst for her bracha to having a child. Since she expressed it joyfully, it was a skula for her to have a child. The Navi Yeshaya says, Rani Akara Loyalada, sing out, you barren one without children. Sing out, rejoice, you who had not given birth. That if a person, uh, a woman is barren, does not have a child yet, the solution to her problem, to a large extent, would be runny, sing out with simcha, and Hashem will listen. And in Ksubim, it's in Tehillim, in Halal, Moshivi Akeres Abayis Aim Habonim Samecha. He transforms the barren wife into a glad mother of children. How is she transformed? How is this Akara transformed? Ayyidei Simcha, by being glad. Aim Habonim, how does she become an Aim Habonim? Semecha, by rejoicing. Now, Rashul's daughter herself was a Bas Talmud Chacham and a Talmud Chacham herself. She knew Gans Taira. And she also asked her father, it's a little schwer, you told me the Raya that you need Simcha is from, from the Torah, is from Vatitzchach Tzara, that Tzara laughed. So the question is, it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was makbid by her reaction. Why? She only expressed joy as a form of a skula for simcha to be zeicha to children. Again, it's not going for the derech apshat of that she had a suffolk there. But her father replied that a skula works when you have a bracha from a tzaddik, when you have a bracha from people, from big tzaddik, then a school supports that bracha. 
Over here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself gave the bracha to Sarah. And once Hashem himself, told Sarah, you will have a child, you don't need any more haftacha. His blessing needs no haftacha. So that was the tzvi on her. But in general, as a skula, indeed, is simcha. That's one yesayid, a lesson in this parsha. Another lesson in this parsha is what it says that Avram is special, and it says Avram he'll become a great nation because I know he will command his children and his household after him to to, uh, to show them the way of Hashem to serve me. This pasuk seems to imply that Avram's of, Avram Avinu's greatness and his schos was primarily because of the fact that he had an impact on future generations, that he connected with the Messiah, he taught his children the Derech Hashem. And that seems strange, although that's an unbelievable yisaid, but wasn't Avram worthy from his own Maisim Mitzar Atzma? He was the first one who recognized HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He was the one who was willing to be Maisim Nefesh and threw himself into the Kifshana Eish in the fiery furnace because of his Amuna and Hashem. He fought against an entire society to preach monotheism, to preach that there's a So his only schus is the fact that he's going to pass it over to other generations. And many learn from here, you see, Taka, how important Messiah is, and that's very true. But Yosef Chaim, the, the one who wrote the Ben Yoyoda, from Baghdad, Big Tzaddik, he explains first by explaining the Chazal that says that Tzaddikim are compared to trees, that a Tzaddik is compared to a tree, while Rishon are compared like grass. Why? So he's Mazber, that trees have deep roots, what appears above the ground is only part of the entire tree. The roots are real deep, and there's a lot of depth and teichen to that tree that's beneath the surface. Regarding grass, however, what you see is what you get. It does not have penetrating roots. And a rush is very much like grass. The way he is, that's what exists. A rush lives, and he dies, and he's forgotten about. He doesn't have roots. There's nothing enduring about him. Nothing remains but his evil lifestyle. Masha Enkein at Tzaddik is considered to, like a tree, an eighth, because his life does not end with the grave. There's much more to Tzaddik's life than what we see in front of us. It has deep roots penetrating far beneath the surface in all directions. His children carry on his Messiah, his legacy. That reflects his lofty character. In others, Avram in his lifetime created that impact of roots that would be mamshech ledairais. And you see that also with Hashpa on Talmidim, not just children. A tzaddik is a very much alive, even after his neshama leaves to the Olam Emes because of those roots that he placed. And so we understand now that Avram's ability to give over his teachings to the next door that gave him that tzchus to become the, the leader and the head of Am Yisrael, our first father, Mogen Avraham. He's a, the Torah is saying that, of course, Avram was a great individual. And it says, Avram, a double Lushan. Hoyoyiyah is two 
Havayas. Avram of now during his lifetime, and Avram based on what he did now to later than future generations. There's a revealed aspect of Avram, which like a tree you could see by everyone, a beautiful tree. Everyone who came in contact with him. And then there are the roots, the concealed impact that he has on his children and his Talmidim, even after they leave the world. And that is our legacy. Another thing to learn out from this week's parsha is to realize when we talk about the Rishas of Sedaim, they were not insane. Rabbi Ayale Baxt explains, they were not insane. They were normal people, but wicked people. Sort of similar to the Nazis. People think they were totally crazy, like deranged. They were not deranged. They were very sharp. They were very sane. They were very logical. They knew what they were doing, but they were purely evil. They had a system, a system of that a person should stand on his own two feet by himself, not, not having assistance of any kind, uprooting compassion from their lives. That is a weakness in the eyes of Saddam. They That's why they deny the concept of charity. They consider charity a hate, and they held people in contempt when they needed things because it's the strong that survive. It's independence that survives. The Nazis were like that. What was chilling to me, and I read up and studied that period, and um, the most chilling things to me when I was reading about the riches of the Nazis is not just what they did in the concentration camps and the footage there and the documentation there. What is extremely and truly scary is when there is literature and I saw the videos of how they trained in those Hitler youth camps, meaning these camps that were made in the late 1930s, mid-1930s to late 1930s, for 13, 14, 15-year-old boys and girls, which, who later, many of them, became Nazis who murdered Jews. And these, they, they, they taught them how to uproot Rachmanis from their existence, to uproot mercy, not to have those feelings, to deaden those feelings of compassion, of tzedakah. And that's what tzedakah was about. And Avram Avinu built a, a yesoid in his mission in life, the opposite of that, chesed. And he transmitted that to his descendants, Ledairis and Ledairi Dairis, said that the Ahavas chesed, the love of chesed should be part of their DNA. Heipech Sedaim, Heipech Nazis, Heipech Amalek. Because Chesed is the vehicle by which he engendered Ruchnius within the Jewish people, the spirit of us. Oilam Chesed Yibane, we're the Oilam. We're created. The whole world is created because of, of us. And that is a big Yisaid. It's a tremendous, tremendous Yisaid. And we need to understand here. That is that chesed is mushrishis in us. It's in it's 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 embedded in us, but we have to develop it. We have to bring it out. We have to expand that bracha of chesed that we have and bring it out into actuality, and bring it out in, from 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 potential to actual. And very often, 
in Klai Yisrael, they have latent koichais, ta- uh, they have inner talents, inner abilities, tremendous chesed or tremendous taira in them that is hidden but is to be revealed. It's similar in a way why the brothers saw Yosef but they did not see Yosef. Because they remember Yosef as a 17-year-old, he was a big tzaddik then too, but there was still a silsil besarai and other things like that. And then later they saw a manig and they, they realized that can't be Yosef. But they were unaware of how Yosef, through the Yisurmi, went through those hidden qualities of Yosef that were quiet, that were hidden, became revealed and was brought out to the surface till he became a tremendous tzaddik through his nisyonis. And at kach that he became a leader to feed the whole entire world. So we see how that midah of chesed that he had within him ended up ultimately at the end being mashpia chesed on the whole entire world. Oilam chesed yibana. The whole world grows on chesed. The more we do for others, the greater we become. And that's what Avram Avinu taught us. If you want to grow, to be great, you must expand your horizons. You must do for others. You must share with them. And that is the legacy that Avram Avinu has given to each and every one of us. That we have those inner kaychais of chesed that we could bring out to make the world a better place, certainly to make Klal Yisrael a better, in a better matzav than it is, and to be mashpia on that, and mida connected mida Hashem will shower upon us, chasadim, toivim, tov bizoicha b'ez Hashem, to the gula shalayma, b'meheirav yameinu, amen.